Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our website. In the midst of all of the chaos and crisis that is going on right now in our world, we still have a battle to fight individually and personally. Amen. Now, the Ukraine situation is drawing the attention of the entire world, and we're going to talk in the future about the prophetic significance of Russia becoming such an aggressive, uh, aggressive nation. You would kind of expect it out of out of Iran in the Middle East or even China, but not Russia has not been this kind of threat in 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 recent history. Yes, uh, some time back in the Cuban crisis and the threat of nuclear war, but to be an aggressor against nations around it, we haven't seen that like we're seeing it right. Now, so we're going to be talking about these prophetic events, but in the midst of the wars and rumors of wars all over the world, amen, listen, there is a battle that has been raging ever since the fall, and we want to talk about that battle and that battleground because it is still raging today. And because of the technological advances, all of the media that we have uh, access to and that has access to us. See, we don't just have access to the media. The media has access to us. That's an important differential uh, that we need to look at today. Because Satan is using every avenue that technology allows him to use along with demons of course uh, along with with spiritual beings and entities he's using the media and he's using the culture and he's using the educational system he's using every system to invade our mind and influence our lives today that's why we're going to talk about satan's number 1 target the mind satan's number one target the mind now you may think if you're involved in in and in, in spiritual warfare that you're just binding and loosing and taking authority over the devil uh in general sense we need to be more spiff specific in our praying. You know, the Bible says in the New Covenant that we argue the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Some people stop right there, and we don't see this battlefield of the mind. We see spiritual realms and spiritual influences, and certainly they exist. But I want you to listen. Let's let's go back. I'm trying to... I'm excited about the Holy Spirit illuminating our mind, identifying the battlefield, preparing us to win this battle for the mind, and to see many souls ushered in to the kingdom of God before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I get excited. I get tongue-tied sometimes. I'm trying to to gush it out. Uh, And I don't want to just speak in monotones and be dispassionate about the message, but I do want to clarify it. And I'm going to try to put the brakes on a little bit, and maybe we'll turn them loose a little bit and put them on a little bit. (laughs) 
it's hard to preach without teaching. It's hard to teach without preaching because I feel such a strong anointing today to clarify this battlefield, amen, and to identify this this enemy and his strategy. The Bible said in Ephesians 6.10, before we talk about anything else, let's, let's, let's think about this. In Ephesians 6 and verse 10, it begins with this. It, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. The rulers of the darkness of this world. You know what the Bible said and went on to say? It said, you better take the whole armor of God. You're going to need every piece of it that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. When we think of, of conflict between light and darkness and God and Satan, we think of power, power, uh, two powers that are coming against. And we've received power after the Holy Ghost has come upon us. And it's our, the power of God in us and through us against the power of Satan. But listen, we can't put the mind out of this equation. For the Bible is very clear that the God of this world has blinded the mind. See, the target is the mind. Keep that in mind today. The God of this world has blinded the minds of men, lest they would see the glory of the gospel and be saved. The God of this world has blinded the minds of men. And therefore, when we do spiritual warfare to see souls come into the kingdom, we have to pray, amen, that the scales will fall off of the eyes, that the Holy Spirit will will illuminate the sin-darkened mind long enough for them to make a choice when they can see the de- the destiny of their soul if they follow Satan and go deeper into darkness and the destiny of their soul that is offered them if they come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Hallelujah, their Sovereign and their Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, friend, the God of this world uses a stratagem, a strategy of deceit called wiles. All of this armor is so that we can stand, according to Ephesians 6, against the wiles of the devil. And the actual Greek says strategy of deceit. His strategy is to blind the mind. And because the mind is blinded, they can't see the glory. When we're sharing Christ, they can't see it. When the preacher is preaching the gospel, they can't see what we have seen and what we know. That's why Paul was told initially, before he tried to get them to turn from 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 Satan to God and from darkness to light, he was going to get them, amen, to change their mind, their mindset, to, to turn them from darkness to light, amen, and then begin to turn them through illumination first and then bring transformation from Satan to God. Hallelujah. Listen. 
That's what this is all about. It's identifying Satan's strategy of deceit. That's why this scripture is so important in in the new covenant. In Romans chapter 12, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and be no more, be no more conformed to the world. But be ye transformed, here it is, by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Amen. That word conformed to the world means to press you into its mold in the Greek. It, and the pressure is on. I don't think there's anyone can deny that through the media, through the culture, through the music, through the educational system, the pressure is on today. Satan is using the media uh, in in a way that is is influencing millions of people around the world. He's using the culture. He's using the educational system and the pressure to compromise with it and to fraternize with it and with its populace and to be absorbed into the culture around us instead of the kingdom within us is own and that pressure and that influence is relentless and when we go to pray for people to come to know Jesus and when we pray for strongholds to come down, we have to understand that we need a cleansing of our mind and a focusing of our own mind. So let me go to a, another another scripture, and I'm just quoting this. I don't have time to turn to everything, but but because I'm going somewhere else in just a few moments. Listen, uh, the battle for the mind, someone has said, is the battle for the will. Whoever wins the battle for the mind will win the battle for the will. And the battle for the will will determine the destiny of the soul. This this warfare to see others come to Christ and to keep the faith ourselves is a spiritual battle. It's taking place on a particular battlefield. The Bible says this, it said, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now let's see where the strongholds are, casting down imaginations and every high thing or thought within the mind and thought processes that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought, there's the battlefield, there's the mind, into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. This is about approaching people whose the God of this world has blinded and through intercession before we just try to, to give them the tract and, and give them the gospel that we pray that God would open those sin-blinded, sin-darkened eyes for the lest they would see, they would see the glory 
of God in the face of Jesus Christ. They would see the glory of the good news, the gospel, and be saved. I'll tell you, if you're saved today, there was a battle for your mind. And and, and I believe that, that someone somewhere had interceded for you, had entered into that sphere of 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 influence where the devil has his headquarters and 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 cast down that stronghold so that you could come to Jesus. I think everybody there might be a a, a pastor of a little old bitty church out in the middle of almost nowhere praying for a city, but I'm gonna tell you somebody has prayed for somebody because we can't win this thing without that kind of intercession. I believe it's time we start interceding for people before we just try to 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 urge them or coerce them uh, to to compel them to come in. We need to pray in this arena of battle that God would open their eyes when they hear the gospel. They would see it. They would see it. Flesh and blood didn't reveal it, Peter, Jesus told him. Hey, man, but my Father only. This comes by revelation, and it comes by winning the battle for the mind. Glory be to God. Amen. If you want to know how important this battle for the mind is, turn with, to the, with me to the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and verse 12. Listen to this. And to the angel of the church... In Pergamos write, These things saith he which has the sharp sword with two edges. That's the word of God, isn't it? The word of God, the scripture said, is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hallelujah. When Jesus comes in the book of Revelation, John saw him as he come back to rule and reign and said, a sword goeth out of his mouth. It's the word of God. Amen. Listen to verse 13. I know thy works. Where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, literally, where Satan has his sphere of influence on the earth at that time. And he hasn't changed this strategy of deceit. He still holds this place. This is where the mind is influenced. Satan's headquarters of influence on the earth. And thou holdest fast my name, in spite of that, has not denied my faith, even in those days where Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. Once again, this is his headquarters. This is where he is, his base of operations for his sphere of influence. That's why the Bible said that we argue not against flesh and blood, but powers, Principalities, Ephesians 6.10, powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. You would expect to find his headquarters where satanic worship is taking place. You would expect to find his headquarters where there's all kinds of sin and debauchery, and certainly that's the result of his influences. But in particular, because the mind is the target, Pergamos. And there's a little background on Pergamos. It, after the, I believe after the, the 
a library at Alexandria had burned down, the second largest library in the world at that time was at Pergamos. It's where you went if you were an academic. It's where you went to read the writings, the philosophies, the ideologies of others. It's where you went to fill your mind uh, to with with all that was available to fill it with in that day. And the devil is sitting right there in terms of his influence because the mind is the target. I'm going to tell you something today about college right now. The most of the colleges uh, that 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 young people are going to before they go out into the world to to make the choices that are not only going to determine their vocation, but their eternal destiny. And friend of mine, a lot of people statistically coming out of a Christian background lose their faith when they get to college because the pressure is on to conform to the world. Be not conformed to the world. Don't let it press you into its mold. But be ye transformed by what? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of the Lord. Amen. Come out from among them and be ye separate is the call of God, saith the Lord, <laughs> and touch not the unclean thing. For what fellowship hath light with darkness and Christ with Belial or the devil himself? To stand your ground today, we need to to have a Holy Ghost filter, as I put it, on what we allow to influence our mind. The media, the devil is gleefully using the media today, the music today, the 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 lyrics, the 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 the, the songs that press us, try to press us into the world's mold, the world's value system. The not just the the the, the cussing and all of that. That's that's awful, but more important than all of that is the the pressure to conform to the world's value system, amen, literally to compromise with the world and to fraternize with its populace and to be absorbed into the culture around us instead of the kingdom within us. Glory to God. Amen. Friend of mine, it's so important today. You know, it's not just young people. We don't, we can, it's easy just to pick on young people with their face stuck in their cell phone. But they're under the influence of something. And I, I doubt that, and, and adults today, I, I, I see people sitting at the red light and they're looking in their cell phone. We get home, we're looking at our TV. Amen. We, we, we're not just, we're not just looking at something. Something and someone in particular is trying to influence us. And what we take into our mind is so important today. Amen. The Bible said to stir up your 
pure mind. How do we keep our mind pure? God uses His Word and His Holy Spirit. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. When I get into the Word of God, I come under the influence of the holy and the pure. When I get out of the Word of God and I just start absorbing all the things around me, amen, my mind is becoming influenced. Now, I can't live in a vacuum, and you can't either, but we have to counteract the influences of the enemy with the Word of God. We ha- we need to meditate in the Word of God. We we need to hear the Word of God. Amen. Be ye transformed. It is mind transforming when the Word of God is preached. The Word of God is read. The Word of God is studied. The Word of God is taught. Glory be to God. Amen. David put it this way in old, in the Psalms. He said, Thy word, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet. It is a light unto my pathway. I'm glad you're here today, allowing the word of God to to speak to you, to influence you, to transform your mind. Praise God. Amen. Because the enemy is relentless and he's got more influence because of media today than he's ever had in any other generation. And we're more addicted to the media than we've ever been in any other generation. So today, the call of God is to recognize the battlefield. Amen. And, and, and to, to keep our, our heart and our mind. What would the scripture say? The old covenant. It said, let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight, O God. It says, as a man thinketh, so shall he be. Praise God. Let the meditation of my heart and my mind, what I'm focused on, be acceptable in your sight, O God. Let the meditation and the words that I speak, because the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Praise God. You see, we're becoming what we're beholding. And that's why the Bible said we're to look unto Jesus. It doesn't mean to glance at Him. It means to set our gaze upon Him. Hallelujah. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. It says, as we behold, as in a glass, as in a mirror, mirrored to us, His face, we are transformed into His image. Hallelujah. Transforming of the mind is going to begin to transform us to make us progressively more like Christ and less like the world around us in all of our values and all of our activities. Praise God. That is the work of the Spirit using the Word of God. One translation said, As we behold mirrored to us by the Word of God. That's how we look unto Jesus. Hallelujah. And we are transformed into His image. The word is metamorpho. 
It's the process if in biology where, where uh, a caterpillar is transformed through metamorphosis. He's transformed into a butterfly. It's, it's, it's taking the sunlight and turning it into what plants need to grow and flourish and bloom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Friend of mine, we need some Holy Ghost metamorphosis occurring among God's children in this sin-darkened world. And we need to be cautioned and we need to be careful about what we allow to influence our minds and to understand that the whole world lieth in the power of the wicked one, according to the word of God. The whole world has been and is being influenced by the wicked one. And if we're going to win the battle for the mind, ours and the world's, amen, we're going to have to identify the battlefield. We know the enemy. We just need to identify the battlefield and understand his strategy of deceit. For we argue not against flesh and blood, but powers, principalities, and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Amen. Wickedness in high places and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You know, I'm Pentecostal and we, we understand when the power of God through the baptism of the Holy Ghost that the greater is He that's in us than He that's in the world. And, and when we see that we have the greater one and the greater power, sometimes we forget the battlefield for the mind. And we, we just, just focus on the power that we have over the power of the enemy, which we do have. But the mind is the target, and the mind is the battlefield, and the mind is where this this mighty victory is going to be won or it's going to be lost. Now I believe we were we're fighting a winnable battle because we have that that transforms the mind, and we have that that will enlighten the sin darkened mind. We have the Holy Spirit, and who is the Spirit of Truth? <laughs> Hallelujah! And when He comes, hey man, He's going to guide us into all truth. And Jesus said in John eight thirty and thirty one, if you continue in my word, you see, if you continue in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Glory to God. Someone said to me when I was bivocational at lunch at work, someone said to me years ago, they said, didn't the Bible say the truth will make you free? I said, no, no, not just the truth will make you free. Amen. In a general sense, but specifically the Bible said, if you continue in my word, you will know the truth. And then the truth will make you free. It starts with getting in the word of God so the word of God can get in us. It starts with the renewing of the mind, transforming us Praise God. Amen. And that's why when the Apostle Paul set forth in his ministry, he had a mandate from God to, to, to ope, to, to turn them from darkness to light. 
and from Satan to God and from sin unto righteousness. But it starts with light invading that sin-darkened mind today. Friend of mine, I want you to know that God is still in the business of saving and delivering and setting free. And every child of God needs to be aware that the target of the enemy is your mind. And we need to get in the Word of God and get the Word of God in us, praise God, so that we can be transformed instead of conformed to this fallen world because the pressure is on and the battle is raging and because of all of the technology we have in the media to influence the mind today the enemy is more dangerous in that respect than he's ever been to any other generation because he can influence millions through the technology we have within our culture today And we, as Christians, we are the salt and we are the light. And it's never been more important to let our light shine before men than in this this time in human history. There's a battle raging in the Ukraine. There is a threat of nuclear war. There is the threat of Iran and Israel. And by the way, Ezekiel 38 is going to be focused on because the battle of Gog and Magog is beginning to to actually see it begin to form uh, that that is going to happen. And friend of mine, we're in dangerous days. We're in precarious days. But don't let any of these other threats or any of these other wars and rumors distract us from the battle that is raging right now. Satan's number one target is the mind. That's why the Bible said, stir up your pure minds. Finally, brethren, Finally, Paul is summing it up. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are holy, whatsoever things are of good report, whatsoever things are lovely, if there be any praise, anything praiseworthy, think on these things. Praise God. Amen. Why? Because as a man thinketh, the Scripture says in the Old Covenant, so is he. Don't let the world, dear friend, press you into its mold. It can't do it unless you allow the influence of it to take control of your mind and to affect and your will. Friend of mine, it's time to come out from among them and be you separate and touch not the unclean thing. It's time that we'd make a quality decision today. Amen. That we're not going to let the devil influence us through the media, through the music. You know, you know how to choose those things. You, the, 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 it's getting easy to make the choice because evil is not disguising itself. Don't worry about backward masking, trying to get some subliminal message to the mind like we went through. That Satan is out front with his strategy 
to defeat and and deceive. He's out front. The world is outspoken about its anti-Christ attitude and becoming more and more, therefore, anti-Christian attitude. But today, dear Christian friend, today it's time to start meditating on the Word of God, to get in the under the influence of the Word through anointed preaching, where the truth is preached uncompromised. And that is our stand today. And some people uh, would call us antiquated. Some people would call us not progressive. I wear that. I, I own that. I want to be known for that. Scripture said to stand ye in the gate in the old covenant is so relevant to us today. Stand you in the gate and call for the old pathways. Not going back into, into, into some old tradition of man. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the tried and true fundamental, fundamental foundation stones of the faith. Hallelujah. And walk there in. We need to get back under the authority and inerrancy of the Word of God because it'll transform your mind and transform your life. Hallelujah. Today, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, the Scripture says the God of this world, through all of the influences He has at His disposal, has blinded the minds of men lest they would see their lost condition and see the glory of the gospel and run to Jesus instead of running from him run to the light instead of delving deeper into the darkness and I pray right now that God through the Holy Spirit will open the eyes of your mind that the blinders will come off the scales will fall off and you will see Jesus calling you to salvation. And you will run to Him and repent of your sin and receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. And don't let the devil claim your soul because Jesus paid for your salvation at the cross. Hallelujah. Run to Him today. Come to Him today. And let's live in the light in this sin-darkened world. In Jesus' name.